Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion. Welcome back to the Everyday Saturday Podcast. Sam Crowley, I hope you're having an amazing day. I want to talk about faith versus fear. And man, I've, I've talked about faith so much over the last 15 years. Fear as well. Fear as well. Uh, and I'm sure you've seen you know a lot of great motivational quotes about you gotta have faith and faith will see you through. And of course, all the biblical quotes about faith. I get a kick. I really do, out of a lot of uh, Christians out there that talk about having really great faith, yet they don't. They don't. They live in fear, constant, nonstop fear. Uh, you know, just plug in what we're fearful about. It, you know, we're human beings, so to be to have worry and to have anxiety and things like that seems to be, to me, my non-medical opinion, just as a human being, we're going to worry. Uh, you know, but the Bible says worry's never added a minute to the lives of anyone. Why would you worry? You know, God, if he's going to feed the birds and the other animals out there that never go uh, without, do you not think that he would take care of you? And those are really easy to quote. Well, Christians are so great at quoting the Bible, you know. And if you hear me cracking on Christians a lot, it's because I've been one my entire life. And it frustrates me beyond belief when I hear Christians quote a Bible verse and they're living and walking around in complete fear that God will never take care of. Pray for me and pray for this and pray. Well, okay, of course we would pray for you. That's our obligation, our duty. We love to. Christians love to pray for others. But how about you go and do something that's actually going to help you out? So that's where I come from, you know? That's why I could never be a pastor, because I'd get up on the pulpit and I would just defend 80% of the congregation and I would never have a church. Unless you just enjoy somebody who's going to, hey, here's a Bible quote, but are you actually going to do this this week? Or are you just coming to church for one hour and the other 167 hours, you're just going to not activate any of the faith? And so, you know, when you're looking to get through a situation, I can only speak from my own experience. My wife and I, we do not live in fear. We don't live in worry. We don't live in any anxiety. Do we have moments where we're like, Geez, I hope this works? Sure, we're human beings. But if you can't walk in faith, why bother ever talking about faith? You know what I mean? Because a faith that's never been tested can't be trusted. If you've never actually had to have any kind of faith, which is the opposite of fear, by the way. Fear and worry is the ability to get yourself all worked up, focusing and meditating and you know, just zeroing in on a problem, which may likely not happen, certainly not the way that you feel it's going to happen, and just getting yourself all worked up, losing sleep and all of that. Uh, that's fear and worry. Faith is the ability to do the complete opposite, to believe that the best outcome is going to happen without having any proof. None. You can't. It's, it's, it's just like this is going to work out. I don't know why. I mean, me, Sam Crowley, I pray to Lord Jesus Christ, my Savior, that it's please help me. And you know what? No guarantee it's going to happen either. 
God, please take this. If I were to be diagnosed with 90 days to live, God, please take this brain tumor that's got me, you know, a diagnosis of 90 days to live. Remove it in Jesus' name. Amen. That's what we're called to do as Christians, but it's not going to work out all the time. And God never said it was going to. He said he would never leave you, though. And I like that. I really enjoy that. So maybe you didn't tune in today for, you know, a Bible lesson or a lesson on Christianity. Hey, I'm just telling you who I am. You know, I'm not here to say this is a Christian, this isn't a Christian broadcast network, but this, I, it's funny, I get so many questions from people like, man, how do you, how'd you do it? How did you go bankrupt? Or how did you get with Susan? Our daughter turned seven this Tuesday. I, I recorded a podcast about her being born at one pound and all that. I don't know if it's the answer you want to hear. It was my faith in God that everything was going to work out according to his plan, not my plan. And that's funny, man, that my ego, boy, and I got to really check my ego at the door, even still. Even after being humbled by, you know, beyond belief financially and all these other things and, you know, thinking that I, you know, I can have any control, you know, that what I think matters. Now, I control based on the actions I do every day. If I want to, you know, endanger myself, I would go walk out in the middle of the traffic on a, on a busy interstate. That's stupid to do, to say, God's going to protect me. No, that's not true. You're going to hit by a car and get killed. So I try to take action that is congruent with the way I think. I want to be somebody who creates a million-dollar message for thousands of clients out there. Why would I want to do that? Because that's a legacy that I want to leave. I want to take the ability that I had with every day is Saturday, just a simple four words, daddy is tomorrow Saturday, from my three-year-old daughter at the time back in 2004. Just wanted to see her dad, you know, one more day. Can we see Can we see you one more than just Saturday? And it's funny, my family now is like, Dad, you sure do golf a lot. We don't see as much. <laughs> it might be having the opposite. This whole freedom thing is maybe having the opposite. By the way, I got to record a golf podcast today. I shot a 41 last night in men's league. And if you don't familiar with golf, that's fine. It was for nine holes, you know. Uh, and I did my colossal nuclear meltdown three months ago. Same men's league. First time I'd been out there. And I did a podcast about it. And I completely lost myself on, on the first tee. And my handicap's now down to a 15. I started at a 33. That's pretty damn good. I mean, that's cutting it in half. And again, you don't need to know anything about golf. I want to take you through the mindset of it, though. I, th I just think it's so fascinating. I've watched, and I, I know I, I I may have embellished yesterday how many hours of YouTube I watched uh, researching this whole Turo rental car business, but I have watched a hun hundreds of hours of video on YouTube as well as hundreds of hours of audio uh, downloading uh, podcasts, mainly audiobooks from Audible, on how to really get your mind set so you don't you're not struck with this fear and worry and anxiety and things like that. So anyway, that's a separate podcast. But getting back to you know you having to, are your actions matching your words? You tell other people, hey, it's going to work out all right. You tell people, hey man, just stay positive. It'll be okay. And then do you go and do you enact that in your own life? Because if you don't, you're a hypocrite. And we all have some level of hypocrisy in our lives where we're like, hey, I, you know, I eat well and diet, and then we fire back a pizza and 10 wings. I get that part. I'm just saying long-term. Are you a hypocrite long-term? Are you somebody who's all there, who's always out there, you know, preaching that million-dollar lesson and you're not even enacting that? You got that 10-cent mindset? You know what I mean? Because I find that a lot with individuals that, especially when they book a call, we'll get on the telephone and they're like, oh, man, I got a message. I'm ready to go. Great. Let's go. <laughs> And here comes all the excuses. And I just, I hang up, not on them. I'm just like, hey, it's been great talking to you. Thanks so much. But you're not ready. I mean, my gosh, if we're going to, I'm, I'm going to end up being your therapist, which I'm not even, that's not even what I'm called to do. I'm called to take a seed, a thought that you have and turn that into a global movement. That's what I'm called to do. You're called to have the mindset and you're going to have the faith that this is going to work out. 
And you got to be able to put one foot in front of the other and put your big boy or big girl pants on. Let's go. If not, it doesn't make you a bad person. It just makes you a really bad fit for what we're going to do together. And that's it. And that's very easy. That's an easy conversation to have. It's a very adult conversation to have. Does everybody luck hearing that? No, not everybody. But they appreciate it because I get emails six months later saying, you know what? Thanks for at least telling me the truth. You know, most people I hang around enable me. They're just yes people who tell me, oh, I know how you feel. Yeah, I feel I felt that way as well. That's great. It's empathy. We all need empathy. That's not that's not what that's about. You want to launch a global movement. You want 100 percent freedom to be able to do what you want when you want, with who you want. So you can serve whatever you want to serve. You want to serve God. You want to go on a mission trip. You want to build a, you know, whatever it is that you want to build. You can't do that without freedom and you can't do it without money. I mean, you just, you can't, that's another really, we had uh, Murray on last week and I'm having him on this week again. And we talked about one of the misquoted uh, verses of the Bible. You know, money is the root of all evil. That's not the verse for the love of money is the root of all evil. Big difference. People love to say money's the root of all evil. Nope. When it's a heart issue. That's all it is. Is your heart, where's your heart? Is your heart serving or is your heart with money? Because if your heart's with money, then of course you're you're done. You're screwed. I mean, the other verse is it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than it is for a wealthy man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Why? Because if it's your if your heart is attached to your money, you're done. You know? God blessed you with all this money. What are you going to do? Hoard it for yourself and go buy as much material possession as you can? Are you not even going to serve anybody or anything with it for the greater good? No. So maybe you didn't, or maybe you did, turn in, tune in today for a Bible lesson. That's not what the lesson is about. The lesson is this. Are you going to have faith or not? That's simple. Or are you going to walk around in fear, worry, and anxiety all day, every day, and just let that eat you from the inside out and never enjoy a day the, could be one of the few days you've got left on this earth. Now, I choose to live in faith and it hasn't failed me yet, you know? And I'm not saying everything worked out great. I'm just saying I choose to live in faith. I can pick two. So can you. You can have faith. You can have fear. You get a choice. There's a, It's free will. What do you want to focus on? You know, do you want to focus on, oh, boy, oh, the bills are piling up and this and that. Or do you want to focus on, you know, this new thing that I'm working on? It's going to work out. I don't know how, but I know it's going to work out. And in the meantime, I'll pick up a gig, a side hustle, a job somewhere to keep the lights on and keep the bills paid. But man, this other thing gives me purpose to my life. And I'm going to have faith it's going to work out the right way. That's the mindset to have. All right. So let's get after it. All right. You ready? Have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.